I want to share with you today a, a white paper that I've been working on called Inverted Power Dynamics. Thoughts on my four years working at the largest church in California, Saddleback, and four years starting and leading the smallest church in California called Ocean Water. <clears throat> this is a conversation that I had with ChatGPT regarding my four years on staff at Saddleback and leading Ocean Water. The following <clears throat> is a conversation. All of the questions that I entered are listed along with the responses. This is a white paper open source document meant to provide fuel for your mind and help you process and learn. Citing or crediting this white paper is totally unnecessary as it's a conversation between myself and an AI device. <clears throat> I hope you enjoy it. First question is, in 100 words, can you <clears throat> explain the difference between an academic paper and a white paper? An academic paper is a scholarly document presenting research findings typically subject to peer review <clears throat> and adhering to academic conventions. <clears throat> it's aims, it aims to contribute to existing knowledge within a specific field using formal language and a structured format. On the other hand, a white paper is a more industry-oriented document that addresses a problem or outlines a solution often used for business or government purposes. It focuses on practical insights, policy recommendations, or product details, using a less formal tone and targeting a broader audience beyond academia. White papers often aim to influence decision makers and inform stakeholders in a particular field. This is exactly why I decided to publish a white paper, because I want to influence decision makers and inform stakeholders <clears throat> who are interested in this content. I'm not interested in being quoted or cited. <clears throat> My second question, what are inverted power dynamics? I came up with this question in my mind a few months ago. It had been, I had been looking to, for a phrase to capture the <clears throat> last five years of my life and the shift that I experienced. And I felt like this summed it up. Inverted power dynamics refers to situations where traditional power structures or hierarchies are reverse or flipped. <clears throat> In these scenarios, individuals or groups that are typically considered less powerful or subordinate gain influence or control, while those who are usually in positions of power find themselves in a less dominant position. This concept challenges conventional power relationships and can be observed in various contexts, such as social, political, economic, cultural, and religious settings. Inverted power dynamics can arise for various reasons, including social movements, revolutions, changes in societal norms, or shifts in economic conditions. These dynamics often reflect a reevaluation of power relations and an attempt to address perceived injustices or imbalances. It's important to note that the term invented, inverted power dynamics doesn't imply a universally positive or negative outcome. The implications depend on the specific context and the values and perspectives of those involved. It's also crucial to recognize that power dynamics are complex and multifaceted, and the concept of inversion may oversimplify the nuanced nature of social structures. <clears throat> Next question. 
Do you think inverted power dynamics is a good way to sum this up? Yes, Inver inverted power dynamics can be a fitting term to encapsulate my journey and my transition from a larger hierarchical church structure to the more intimate and community-driven micro model. Inverted power dynamics suggest a reversal or alteration of traditional power structures where individuals typically marginalized or subordinate gain influence or control while those in positions of power find themselves in a less dominant position. This concept aligns with the shift towards a model of ministry that prioritizes decentralization, shared leadership, and a more equitable distribution of authority and influence amongst participants. By embracing a micro model, <clears throat> I was seeking to challenge the traditional hierarchical structures and create a space where power is shared more equally, allowing for greater participation, authenticity, and community engagement. Thus, the term inverted power dynamics could indeed provide a concise and insightful framework for understanding the journey and aspirations of my faith community. Next question. <clears throat> what are inverted power dynamics as they relate to the large church model? The term inverted power dynamics might not be commonly used to describe the structure of large congregations, but we can explore some aspects of them as they challenge or differ from traditional hierarchical structures. They're typically large influential organizations that draw thousands of members here are a few elements that could be considered as variations from traditional power dynamics. Leadership structure. In some large congregations, the leadership structure might be less hierarchical compared to more traditional religious institutions. Leaders may adopt a more decentralized approach, allowing for a more participatory role for members. Two, in community engagement. Large congregations often emphasize community engagement and involvement <clears throat> instead of top-down <clears throat> leadership style, there may be a focus on empowering members to take on leadership roles and contribute actively to the community. Informal gathering spaces. Large congregations often provide informal gathering spaces, creating an environment where people feel more equal and less hierarchical. This can foster a sense of community and shared responsibility. Emphasis on lay ministry. Some large congregations place a strong emphasis on lay ministry, encouraging members to actively participate in various roles within the church. This can challenge traditional clergy-led distinctions. Media and technology influence. Large congregations often leverage media and technology extensively, reaching a larger audience beyond the physical congregation. This can shift the power dynamic by giving members access to a broader platform and allowing for more diverse voices. While these elements may suggest a different approach to power dynamics within large congregations, it's important to note that each large congregation can have its own unique structure and practices. Additionally, criticisms have been raised about certain ones questioning the concentration of power in the hands of a few for the potential for financial exploitation. As with any organization, the power dynamics within can be complex and perceptions may vary among members and observers. What are the inverted power dynamics of a micro model? 
The term micro typically <clears throat> refers to small scale gatherings that aim to create an intimate close knit community. While the term may not be as widely recognized or standardized, there are some characteristics that could be considered as challenging or differing from traditional structures. One, decentralized leadership. They often operate with a decentralized leadership structure instead of a single leader at the top. Decision-making and leadership responsibilities may be distributed among several individuals or shared collectively. Equal participation. <clears throat> they may prioritize equal participation among members. There may be a deliberate effort to avoid hierarchical distinctions between clergy and laity, encouraging active involvement and contribution from all members. Informality and flexibility. They are often characterized by informality and flexibility. The atmosphere may be less formal, allowing for more open dialogue and collaborative decision-making. Emphasis on relationships. <clears throat> they often prioritize relationships and community building. The focus is on creating a family-like atmosphere where members support and care for each other, challenging traditional top-down structures in favor of a more communal approach. <clears throat> Number five, shared responsibility. Members may share responsibilities for various aspects of teaching, worship, and care. This shared responsibility can contribute to a sense of equality and shared ownership. Number six, integration of everyday life. They can often seek to integrate faith into everyday life. This can lead to a blurring of lines between sacred and secular activities, challenging traditional distinctions between the religious and the mundane. It's important to note that the concept can manifest in various ways. The characteristics mentioned above are generalizations. Different congregations may have different structures, practices, and emphasis. Additionally, while the term inverted power dynamics may be applied in certain, certain aspects, it's crucial to recognize that these dynamics are context dependent and power relationships can be complex and multifaceted in any organizational setting. Next question. Can you explain why inverted power dynamics in small models are gaining momentum and mass adoption because technology is acting as a deflationary fuel driving the cost of organizing congregations to zero, putting the power back into the hands of the people. The concept of inverted power dynamics in small models gaining momentum due to technological influences can be explored through several interconnected factors. Here are some reasons why this phenomenon might be occurring. <clears throat> One, digital communication and community building. Technology facilitates communication and community building at a lower cost than traditional methods. Platforms like media, conferencing, and collaboration tools allow smaller congregations to connect with members without the need for any physical infrastructure. <clears throat> Two, access to information, theological resources. The internet provides easy access to a wealth of resources, materials, and perspectives. Members can easily access information and study independently, reducing the reliance on traditional clergy for disseminating knowledge. Three, reduce cost of worship spaces. Congregations can incur significant expenses for maintaining large worship spaces. Smaller congregations may not require 
expansive facilities, or I should say any facilities. Lowering costs associated with rent, maintenance, and utilities to nearly nothing. Four, decentralized leadership and lay. Technology enables decentralized leadership and lay ministry by providing tools for collaboration and communication. Small models can distribute leadership responsibilities among the community, allowing members with regular jobs to actively participate in pastoral roles. Five, online giving and financial transparency. Online giving makes financial transactions more efficient, reducing administrative costs associated with handling physical donations. Additionally, technology allows for greater financial transparency, addressing concerns about potential misuse of funds and increased trust amongst members. Six, flexible worship models. Technology enables flexible worship models, including virtual gatherings and asynchronous interactions. This flexibility accommodates the diverse schedules of members who work regular jobs, making it easier for them to participate in activities. Cultural shifts and skepticism towards traditional institutions. There's been a broader cultural shift towards skepticism of traditional institutions, including established churches. Micro models empowered by technology can offer a more grassroots and community-driven approach along with aligning with the preferences of individuals who may be disillusioned with larger hierarchical organizations. Global reach and networking. Technology allows small congregations to have a global reach interconnected with like-minded communities and individuals across geographic boundaries. This networking capability can foster a sense of solidarity and shared purpose, in our case, water, strengthening the appeal of microchurch models. While these factors contribute to the growing adoption of these smaller models and the perception of inverted power dynamics, it's essential to recognize that the landscape is complex and different small models may have varied structures, practices, and motivations. Additionally, the impact of technology on these dynamics is just one aspect of the broader societal and cultural changes influencing religious practices. What are the inverted power dynamics of the small model? The term micro typically refers 